Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi everyone, welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. Now before I get started on today's topic, please, please, please subscribe to the channel and hit that like button because it helps us know that you're really enjoying the content and it motivates us to do more and more videos. So without further ado, we're going to get straight into this week's topic. And the topic is, if I could choose five courses to help me in my business, what would they be? So the first one, the first topic or course that I suggest that every single business owner should learn about is finance. You should understand the difference between a profit and loss and a balance sheet, cash flow forecasting. You should know about investment ratios and everything in between. Now, the reason that a lot of business owners struggle with this is because you don't know what you don't know. It's not exactly taught in our school system. It's taught at college very, very poorly. And even a degree level, and I've got a few of them, it's not taught very well. Um, and especially it's not taught in the traditional sense of growing a business from the beginning. So one of the things I suggest you to do is look online for some very, very uh, short online courses, get a real good understanding of it, a good flavor of the basics of finance, and then maybe have a look at your local college and see what's out there. There are very there are a lot of courses out there that can really help you. But you know, the difference between profit and loss and a balance sheet, what what items go on a balance sheet as opposed to on a profit and loss, they can really, really help you in your business journey. A lot of companies go bust because of cash flow issues, not profitability issues, which again is very important when you're trying to run a business. So from a cash flow perspective, understanding how they work, how to plan for contingencies is so, so important. And it's one of the things that I wish I knew when I first started, but it took me a fair few good years backwards and forwards with my accountant um, to understand it. And on that note, I think you should be speaking to your accountant on a regular basis. After all, you are paying them, not just to do your accounts, um, but also you want to be have that good relationship and understanding with them. So meet up once a month, pick up the phone, ask them why this is in that particular column. Why is that there? And just get a good understanding of your accounts. So finances is a really, really important. So the second course that I think everybody should learn is have a good understanding of coaching and how to coach your staff or your employees. Um, be that coaching or be that management. I would prefer to go for more of a coaching style because eventually you want to try and get away from being a manager and become an out-and-out -out leader. But certainly for the first couple of years, when you're just starting out and you've got one, two, three, probably up to about 15 or 20 staff members, um, you definitely know how to coach people. And there are various sort of ideas and theories out there and, and you know, ways to coach people. There's what a method called there's the Grow Method, John Whitmore, there's the Cigar Method, there's loads of them, an acronym sand for certain things. But the point is, there are some very, very good textbooks out there, some very, very good courses. And once you understand how it works, you can really, really help develop you as a coach or a manager, but more importantly, it gets the best out of your team members. Now, in the UK, there are two big organisations. One is called the ILM, which stands for the Institute of Leadership and Management. And the other one is the Chartered Management Institute, or CMI. Now, I prefer the CMI because it's where I've done all my courses. That's where I've done all my teachings and learnings. 
um, and I've got a master's degree um, in uh, strategic leadership through the CMI. So I'm a little bit biased, but ILM is a very, very good organization. I just prefer the CMI because of the library, um, the re resources that go with it. So one of the things you can do, if you join a course there, you can do a couple of day course, you can do a year course, six months course, various things. You can do coaching and mentoring, leadership management. They've got a whole host of um, possibilities that you can learn. But what one thing I really like about them is that that resource library that once you're a, a member or once you're joining them on a course and you're being taught by your local university or open um, open university is that you can access that library. So you, something might have come up that you haven't actually got to in the syllabus yet or something that's come up that you're actually not not learning about. Um, you can go in there and you can have a look at those resources and you know it actually works because otherwise they wouldn't be coaching or teaching you on it. So the first one is finance. Second one, definitely come up with a coaching or a management um, qualification or some sort of learning around that. Um, the third one I think you need to, to look at is something that's technically specific to you and your business, right? So if, for example, you are in uh, property and you want to learn about how to buy the buying and selling process, then I think that's important to you. If it's something to do with rent to rents, which is, again, is another property strategy, you want to you know learn about rent to rents. And um, more importantly, who is being who is successful in rent to rent? So who is successful in that particular aspect um, that you want to learn in? So there's a ton of gurus, coaches, call them what you want out there that are flogging their wares, flogging their courses, and they actually make a lot more money on the courses than they do um, doing the do. Now I've got no problem with that. I absolutely don't, don't because there's a lot of people who have never been super super successful in the chosen field but a more a better at it being a coach or being a manager or being a teacher or an educator in some description. You just have to look at football and um, although they are more coaches than managers, but you know, it's it's littered with people or managers who've actually never played at the highest of levels, um, but are actually a brilliant, brilliant manager or brilliant coach and get the best out of people. This is slightly different though. You definitely do want some somebody who's you know bought and sold properly or done flips or done conversions or HMOs or whatever it is that you want to learn, and that they can actually teach and go through the entire process from start to finish, giving examples of where they've been very successful. But also I think we learn a lot more from people's losses as well. So, you know, there's no point saying I'm great, I'm amazing, brilliant, follow me by my course. You want that little bit of humility, a little bit of humbleness from that person to say, listen. I've made mistakes. I'm like everybody else. Um, but this is where I went wrong. And with hindsight, this is where I'm not going to wrong in the future, but also how I'm going to coach and uh, teach you to be better. So something that's specific, no matter what it is, it doesn't matter if you're baking a cake or whatever, you'd only go to somebody who's actually very good at baking. You wouldn't go to somebody who, you you know, you, you, you cracked it, you knocked it on the table and it broke the table. You'd, you'd want somebody to be a very good baker or whatever their chosen profession is. So make sure um, that they can... Uh, uh, they've got examples of it. They're doing the do, and they're not just a, a course flogger or seller. I think you need to know about the law as well. So again, whatever business you're in, having a very, very good understanding of the law um, will massively help you. Um, contract law absolutely is super important. So you want to know, you know, the offer, acceptance, consideration, capacity of the contract. You need to know all those quite boring stuff, but I find it quite interesting. And I think if you understand the law and, and um, I said contract law in particular, but tort um, and some other types of law that is very specific to you and your business, 
then again, it gives you the upper hand. My very, very first mentor told me that probably about 12, 15 years ago, that whatever industry you're in, make sure you know the law for said industry. And he worked in the automotive industry, um, and then he became a mentor of various businesses. But I never forgot that. And that's something that um, whatever course I've done has always been a law module. And I generally do have a fascination of the law. I'm a, I'm a very, very amateur low-level lawyer in that regard. So, you know, I can cite various cases and case law. I do understand property law and commercial law. Again, nowhere near as good as a solicitor, but enough to have a, a, a pretty much an on-level conversation with somebody. And after buying and selling several businesses, um, I've got a good understanding of the Companies Act as well. So I think if you've got a limited company and you are a director of said company, then you have fiduciary and legal responsibilities under the Companies Act. And so, therefore, you need to understand what you are signing for and what the uh, potential ramifications are if you are a legal director of the business. So I'm a non-exec director for people's businesses as well. So I need to know about the ramifications of being a non-exec. Thankfully, nowhere near as much as if you are uh, a director and you've got, you, you know, you can manage and run the business as such. So the legal side of any business is a must to understand. Um, the, the, I know tons and tons of people who have not understood basic property law or basic commercial law or company law and then found themselves in a lot of issues and problems. You know, again, when um, when I've had my businesses in the past, we've been taken to court and thankfully, you know, nine out of 10, nine, nine, 95% of the um, problems that we've gone to court over, we've, we've come on the right side of things. But there's been some real absolute humdingers where we thought we were right, but then we've just had our, our butts handed to us in the middle of the, the court by the judge or whomever. But there's been a reason. And guess what? As soon as we don't understand that, we go back to the office, we change the policy, we change the procedure, and we make sure that didn't happen again. Maybe not now, but I've got a case um, <clears throat> where we lost the unlosable case, as we call it, and it was all over uh, kennels and a particular dog um, and you know, maybe I'll talk about that in a, in a podcast, certainly not for now. So understand the finances for sure. Understand about coaching your team and therefore getting the best out of them. Understand a technically specific one. Um, so whatever your business is and understand the law. And the last one for me would be, and it's kind of sort of ties in a little bit with the coaching and the management qualification is get yourself a qualification on leadership. But you can do this later on down the line. So finance and law, I would always do um, the first couple. I would then follow up by probably a technical uh, or technically specific one and definitely a coaching or management one. Now, the leadership one is when you grow from being a manager into a leader. And one of the things that people uh, try and do is they try and be a manager for too long. They try and get into the weeds of the business. They don't want to let go. Um, but when we do let go and we are supporting quite a lot of people and we've got a lot of people working for us and we become more of a, definitely more of a leader than a coach, we've got somebody else to do the management, somebody else to do, to do the coaching, then we can fit nicely into that leadership role. But there are tons of things that we need to learn. You don't become a leader on day one and be the best leader in the world. There are a lot of things that we should know, a lot of theories, a lot of principles, a lot of things that we can turn into practice. Um you know, things like emotional intelligence, how to understand that, because that, although it is taught and understood and learned a lot at a coaching level, to understand empathy, understand how the other person's feeling, it's only until you get into a leadership role that I think um, understanding emotional intelligence and empathy in particular 
is is even more critical and crucial. So understanding leadership and when it is, when's the right time to try and learn and adapt and understand those leadership traits, I think that's an important uh, aspect of becoming a, a business owner. So those are my five training topics, training tips, course titles, course subjects. If I had to do all my time again, those I would do them. So in this order, I think I'd do management and law first. I'd then do a coaching one. I'd then probably do an industry-specific one. And then the last one I would do, and when when my role in the business has changed from being a manager slash coach to a leader, is I would understand leadership and I'd get a real good understanding of it. And by the way, guys, these are not finite, as in you've got to learn one, then the other, then the other. You can be learning one, an official vocational course at the Open University or a college or, or online course, whatever it is. But you can also be reading up about another one. So, for instance, I haven't read a finance book for many, many years, and that's just because I learned it way back in the beginning. But I didn't just learn finance, then law. I was learning finance and the law at the same time. In fact, I think um, I was I was signed up to a, one of my degrees. I was learning law, and I was also doing an online course on finance all at the same time because I wanted to sort of quicken up the understanding of the various aspects of the business. So I hope you've enjoyed that, guys. I hope you got a lot of value from it. And it'd be great to hear your thoughts. So if you want to type in the comments, is there anything else that you think you should be learning? Would you change the order around or do you just disagree with me completely? Either way, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast or YouTube video and I'll see you next time on Leadership Revealed.